0: Welcome into another free agency edition of the Woj Pod, and listen, Laker fans have been waiting; they have wanted a six foot seven forward from San Diego who was on the free agent market, who played in the Eastern Conference last season. They got him, Jared Dudley. Jared, <laughs> congratulations! Yes,
1: yes, yes. No, man, it's definitely a. A dream come true. Being obviously from San Diego, going up there in the Laker brand, and early in my career playing for the Suns and losing to the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals, and then winning a championship. You've always had respect for the organization, what they've accomplished, and then now in the later part of my career to come here and have a chance to compete for a championship LeBron, AD, and hopefully possibly Kawhi here. Uh, man, what more can I ask for?
0: Well, Jared, describe. How determined you were to play for the Lakers. I mean, they're in a mode now where they're waiting for Kawhi Leonard. They can't give up. They're not going to do a deal with anybody into their space. They got to hold on to their max space. Uh, I think you had some opportunities to get some deals that were above the minimum. What lengths did you have to go to get one of those? To you know, get one of those roster spots.
1: I mean, hey, let's be honest, it's not easy because for one. People want to play for the Lakers. You know, I know people you might hear around that people don't want to or star, or stuff like that. I mean, it's, it's for one, it's LA. It's a, it's a team that has the best tradition in all of the, all professional sports when it comes to their the championships and what they accomplish. And so for me, it's the amount of phone calls and people you're talking to. And um, yeah, I mean, it, it's one option. Another option I, I did think about Brooklyn. I mean, what we accomplished in getting Durant. And Kyrie to be able to go back there, we had such a good time. I, I I know they changed so much. Like I think even before I left, eight new guys on the team, and those chemistry issues. I know I I could have helped them and messed their chemistry, but there was not a team that that stood out besides Brooklyn and the Lakers. That something that I wanted to be a part of. I've made my money. I've had success. I've you know when it's come to mentoring young teams, but really I haven't had that one where hey. Before the season started, it's a championship contender. That's one thing that is, that's missing for me. So to be able to do it at basically home, I mean, San Diego is a is a Laker, Laker nation down there. So for me, this is home, even though I'm from San Diego, not L.A., man. So the phone calls I've had to make and the people I've had to talk to, I've had to bust down some doors. But, hey, I just walked through it, so I'm here.
0: Uh, Jared, if Kevin Durant was healthy and had signed with the Nets, with Kyrie Irving, do you leave Brooklyn? If Kevin could have played this year? I
1: still I still leave Brooklyn because, for one, it's about – I'm not saying they didn't need me or want me. It's just obviously, you know, it's, it's a huge for their organization to get what they wanted. But it wasn't like on – you know, when Frequency started, there was a call, hey, Jared, we're working on this with this player. Obviously, everyone knew they were going after him as they should. And it wasn't like, hey – you know, uh, you know, it wasn't like Sean Marks was like, hey, we we value you, we need you. It's not, like I, it's not like I got a call from them during free agency. I did talk to the coaching staff. I did talk to the players there. Everyone wanted me back. I wanted to be back. But um, and even after they signed those guys – um, a day or two went by of not basically wanting to get a deal done. So obviously it wasn't a, a major priority. Maybe it shouldn't be, you know. They, they got their two superstars, and now they're ready to go. But for me, it's I, I'm still picking. I'm picking LeBron. I, everyone knows it goes through him for the majority when he has the right pieces, adding Anthony Davis. And we'll see what happens with Kawhi. But, you know, I mean, to be able to have this and have a chance in the later part of my career is something I couldn't pass up.
0: Jared, how much... To get a deal done with the Lakers, how much communication is there with LeBron?
1: Man, I, I, I would I would think a lot. You know, I I, I don't know personally. No, exactly no, no, no. To, to get a deal done for
0: you, I'm not talking about.
1: I'm not talking about Kawhi yet. With you? Yeah, for me. You, yeah. you mean like how much how much involvement? Uh, how does LeBron much have? how
0: much communication did you have with LeBron about hey? Oh, LeBron, no, I want no, to no. play there. Let's let's help help me make this happen.
1: It it, it was some back channels, for sure. I mean, everyone knows I'm a very vocal guy, very communicator. So, for one, you want LeBron to have to sign off on it. You want him to want to to, to to play with you. And it's not like... I'm a, you know, it's not like I'm an all star player, but, you know, I'm very part of a team, any team I've been on. You can ask any players from Giannis to Devin Booker to John Wall. When it comes to the locker room, I control a locker room. I I keep it upbeat. I keep everybody on the same page. And and that's something I knew I could help with here. I I knew with spacing, balling. So, yeah, there was definitely communication. Once I got the okay from LeBron, uh, when when he signed off on it, hey, we're going to make it happen.
0: When you look at this like you grew up in southern california you played you competed against the lakers your your second year in the league you get to a conference final with steve nash and that group you lose in 6 to the lakers who go on to win a title you're with the clippers for a short time you have been around what it is like in la when the lakers are really really good when they're a championship contender um were you just dying to be a to just to feel experience what that is going to be like, for sure. I mean,
1: hey, I don't care if you weren't a Laker fan; you could have been a a Bull fan back in the day. Everyone yearns for a team to want to compete for a championship. But the Lakers—if you talk to any player in the NBA—they will tell you, Laker fans dominate the opposing arenas. Their fans are by far the most loyal. Maybe it has to do with the history, obviously. It has to do with the winning. They could be playing in Boston. They could be playing in Milwaukee. You are going to hear Laker fans. They'll be able to hear that and see their passion. My social media is blowing up all the love they've given, and we've had our battles. I mean, I know I probably some fans probably say, hey, you know, I, I've hated Dudley at one point now. I love, it. yeah, I, I yearn for that. But even more yearning for that, you yearn for a chance to be able to compete at the highest level. In this league, You can't. you can't – pick winning or losing. You 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 signed up for 5 6 years when you get your time your rookie contract. Every player goes for the most money after that and then once you hit your 11th 12th year, you can pick. That's when that's what happened for most role guys. Superstars is different. And now, here's my chance to pick and I picked the Lakers.
0: The idea in LA of of trying to get that third star getting Kawhi Leonard. You've been in this league through the big 3 era. Uh, you've seen You saw it come in Miami. You were there right when it was formed in Miami. Uh, You've seen what Golden State did. Uh, There's been some great teams during your time. A Kawhi Leonard partnership with LeBron James and Anthony Davis would compare historically how? It compares
1: to the Heat but a little bit more on steroids. And the reason why I say that is because you arguably have three of the top five best players. And so I think that Wade and Braun were considered. I think boss was a little bit on the outs. I mean, if I told you of these three players, which one is, the you know, I, I, A-A-D, uh, I you know, a year ago, you, you, could, you could have argued him being top two or three best player in the league. Kawhi Leonard this year, taking his team, winning a championship. LeBron his his accolades speak for itself. I'd say the difference with these super teams that that have happened over the years, Miami was, in a way, kind of cool in a sense because it was three guys trying to come together of different situations, even though they were hated early on, you know, early, and then they were beloved. The Golden State super team, that team was already super team, <laughs> but they were super team organically, and then you had Kevin Durant, the cheat code on that one, and then they became impossible. Now, if the Lakers get Kawhi, like, yes, you're right there. You you have all the talent. But it's different because, you you, you know, I sign for a minimum. You have to assign minimum guys. You're going to have to have, you know, key veterans step up in big moments, and it's not just going to be easy to get someone like that. And so um, I look at it as a possibility that I think is good for the league when it comes to the revenue. You need the Lakers and Knicks good. Obviously, the Knicks couldn't get it done, and so we'll see if, you know, what Kawhi decides, man. But it's just better for the league.
0: Jared, you you and Quai both uh, grew up in San Diego area, from San Diego. Uh, I think you've crossed paths with him a lot playing ball there For through sure. the years, right? Like you've you we trained we trained a lot
1: uh, during the lockout. He was with the Spurs. It was uh, Richard Jefferson was down there. Chase Budinger's in the NBA. We went did two on twos and three on threes and worked out. I mean, to see his game. Blossom, I, I would have never have guessed it. He, I, defensively, yes, I knew that one. Offensively, what he has, um, even last year, he's going through San Antonio, and they're going through their hiccups. I would, I would be leaving the gym. He'd be coming in at uh, Bishop's High School. So definitely still a quiet guy, a guy that I know and talk to during the season, during the game, and. I mean, this is a California kid. When you're a California kid, you dream about playing in California. You know, certain places, you're in Philly, you're in uh, Nebraska, you're in Texas, and sometimes, I mean, Texas might be a bad one. People sometimes don't want to be at home. Sometimes it's like that. People, you, you see with, the, with, with New York, Kyrie wants to go there, yes. You see Kimba sometimes shy away and not wanting to do certain things. But California, everyone wants to play in California and that's from here. It, it's, let's be honest. The weather is the best you can get. It has tradition. It has everything they can offer.
0: Listen, if you weren't playing in the NBA, I truly believe you'd be covering the NBA. You'd be, you'd be one of, manager. You, no, well, no, no, you you'd yeah. be one of the elite reporters covering the NBA. You you are one of the great gatherers of information I've ever met in any walk of life. And yet, everybody in the league is trying to figure out what Kawhi is going to do. And as you know, with a lot of other players, there's enough people around them and that they communicate with that even if you're not talking directly with them, you can usually have a pretty good idea of where they are. And I know you've been doing your your probing here because you, you want to know who you're going to play with. You want to know what it's going to look like there. Have you had have you ever had a more difficult time trying to get a sense of a, a player's intentions in free agency than Kawhi?
1: I didn't know that person was LeBron. Um, LeBron, I, you, you had a difficult time where just... You know when he when he chose the Lakers because he won his championship. I know people were talking about the Lakers the whole time, but it was um, even when he joined he the heat, but the thing about Kawhi is is he really the quiet guy, and so yes he has a he has his team, his uncle he's got his trainer he's got his good he's got his good friend, and what's different about this one is he just won a championship. If you look at the time LeBron left, LeBron left after he lost so you you when you lose, you'll be like, i right, how do I get better? well they're the best Toronto was the best last year however you know however you want to slice it they were the best and so and they have everyone coming back possibly so I can understand the conflict and people say you know I, I love I love visiting Toronto it's a great city one of the best cities to visit you know but it's different living there and and if you and if, you know it's no disrespect to people you know the Canadian stuff like that it's a great obviously great country but when you come from California it's different and then you have two good California teams you know Clippers were good last year made the playoffs after trading and Tobias, and then you have the Lakers who just added Anthony Davis. And Kawhi technically, went from a player, does not have anything to prove to himself of, hey, can carry a team. He's shown that. So now it's, hey, is it comfort? Is it legacy? Is it family? And so it's a tough decision, but I know I know one thing. This has always been a Laker town. I played for the Clippers. Great, great, great organization. Nothing but respect for Jerry West, Doc Rivers, Hall of Famers and everything. We, I was with Chris Paul and Blake Griffin, and we were a three or four seed. The Lakers didn't even make the playoffs and the Lakers were the headline here. That will always happen. It's just it's just the way it is.
0: You 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 experienced that in New York with Brooklyn and the Knicks when your team was the the Knicks were horrible this year, just horrible. And the and guys say, look, got better and, and there was a great vibe in Barclays, like people who were around your team and watching your team. People liked watching your team play, but they still want to talk about why are the Knicks so bad? Who are the Knicks going to get? It's, th- there's some comparables there, right?
1: If there are some comparables, I would say this. Brooklyn, they've had stars. Jason Kidd, you can even say, was a superstar at one yep. point. But I don't know if you could ever say a top five player. Like, if that Clipper team was in Brooklyn and exciting, like, we were good. We were a nice story. We played hard for Kenny. And they're coming along. I'm telling you right now, with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, that place is going to be on fire. Like, yeah, yeah, we know it's going to be sold out. The media is going to be over there. And, yes, I'm telling you right now, I could easily see it changing for there. It's a different arena, for one. Clippers still play in Staples. They play in the Lakers arena. They <laughs> sublease. You know what I'm saying? It's a difference compared to what it is. And so, yes, uh, Knicks get a lot of love. And, you know, it's, that is one of the best arenas they ever have, Master Square Garden. But I'm telling you, even without Kevin Durant, watch the vibe there. And then when Kevin Durant comes – Within two or three years, it's not going to be, no one's going to be like, oh, who are the Knicks game in 2021? No one's going to care. <laughs> They're going to see, hey, can Kevin Durant lead them to a championship? That's going to be the headline.
0: Jared, were you around the Nets practice practice facility at all the night of the commitment from Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant? Were you in the building that night?
1: I was. I'm here in L.A. Okay. Uh, go figure, right? I was sitting here in the summertime. But I, I, I know what goes down <laughs> over there. I know, you know DeAndre was in there and Spencer and the training staff. They, they did a great job. Getting those guys, and if you took, talk, I talked to DeAndre a week before they signed, t- talking to him about Brooklyn. You know, and DeAndre's a good friend of mine. And hey, I told him all the good. It's it's ninety five percent good over there. One of the best practice facilities in the league. You can live in the city because most players want to live in New York City and go there. They don't have to drive an hour to Westchester for the next practice facility. They have a, one of the best training staffs over there. They have. It's probably triple size more than any over there, F- 15 to 20 trainers from Australia to Canada. They bring them from all over. Sean Marks a phenomenal job, great player development. Um, Kenny Atkinson's a hard worker. They're missing a the superstar. That's what they were missing. you, you got to have someone in. So I told him that, and, you know, he was talking about the Knicks. You know, Kevin Durant's out. The Knicks are going to be bad. You know, let's be honest. The Knicks are going to be bad. Now, we, we I wish them the best. I want the Knicks to be good. That's the funny thing. We, as a business, the NBA is better when the Knicks are good. But, you know, the, those superstars chose chose the right way because of organization stability over there. Hey, I'm, I'm nothing but happy for the Brooklyn Nets.
0: Jared, your role on whether, whether Kawhi Leonard goes to the Lakers or not, you know, if he doesn't go, the Lakers will start to fill out a roster. They will sign... They'll assign players into their space. Uh, And and with Anthony Davis and LeBron James, it's going to be a really good team. With Kawhi, it's going to be something like we we probably haven't seen. um, For sure. Right? Your role on that team, and I I imagine you, yeah, on the floor and, and how you'll fit there, but every team like that that's going to have You're going to be, you're going to become a locker room spokesman when when the stars don't feel like talking. Although LeBron always talks. Like he talks pregame. He, like LeBron talks uh, probably as much as any star player. Uh, Anthony's going to face it in a way he has not faced it in New Orleans. Like there's a, there's going to be an intensity to the scrutiny. LeBron had it wherever he was, whether he was in Cleveland, Miami. But you're going to have to be an outlet. Like they're going to have to, you're going to be a guy who's going to take heat off of them. Because guys are going to know they can go to your locker. You're going to talk. You're going to give them some good stuff, and and I think that is an underrated. Uh, it's even more of an. I think it's it's always been an underrated thing, but I think there's fewer guys in the league now who get that the way there were when I started in the business. There were veterans. You get that, and I think sure. it's a safety valve. Uh, take some pressure off your 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 key guys. And I I've ever asked you about this, but I always sense with you you're keenly aware of it, and like that's a place you can. Help beyond the, you know, the tangible things on the floor. And a
1: lot of stuff that I see because uh, I've been on good teams, bad teams, and other. I, I know the Lakers like they should get more press. Like the Yankees, I see when they say, you know, during during the games, well, hey, why is LeBron not sitting next to his teammates? Hey, that's not a problem. I'm gonna go sit over there. No problem. It's not. It's not even like that because for one, certain people have their assigned seats. And that's fine when it comes to that. When it comes to talking to the press, I'm always someone, just be honest. Be honest when you're talking to them. Hey, you're going through a list? Yeah, we're trying to find ourselves. You you see when the Warriors have won championships, uh, they've gone from losing streets to losing three, four, five in a row. It it happens. When LeBron won his championship, it happens. You're going to have to go through the struggle. You have to go through fights. I won Draymond Green was choking out or throwing a shoe at... Steve Kerr, the best teams fight, you know, Jordan hitting someone. So you should expect the drama, but it's how you handle it. Like I'm not someone that hides behind it. You know, you you talk, you move on. And so for me to be, to to help with the locker room, I want to ease pressure off LeBron where he, the only thing he's thinking about is basketball. When it comes to Anthony Davis, when it comes to being another coach on the floor, if it's in practice helping Kuzma, uh, you know, what I see to him in film, what I see his adjustment could be, if it's, you know, bringing energy, how you can. You, you can. And then obviously, you got to make shots in this league. You know, this is, this is pressure. That's why I can respect Anthony Davis. Not only did this man take, he took less. He took less, a lot of less. He, could, he turned on the Supermax to come here to want to win and take on the pressure. And that should be applauded.
0: You know, you took in the Philadelphia series, let's get back in the playoffs, first round series against Philly, which was a really intense nasty series you started right from the beginning talking shit to Ben Simmons from before the series you got into him during the series and I can only imagine how many of those there are going to be this year because you're going to have to be you know like you're like a 1970s 80s hockey player who's like you like who, who's just going to be an irritant to star players and other teams stuff that your superstars can't get involved in that you're going to find yourself in. This is going to be a lot of fun, isn't it?
1: For Oh, man, for sure. And you've got to think about this, too. Like, that's not technically my personality, but what I am as a, as a high IQ basketball player, I see what the team needs. And for that young team, they need to know the type of intensity you have to play. If a man's elbowing you and pushing you down, doing cheap shots, you've got to stand your ground. And so I'm teaching these young guys, hey, for one, when he does that, you got to let him know, or he's going to keep doing it. I don't care if he says it's an accident or not. He needs to fill it too. If you both get flagrant, if you get a technical, that's well money spent. And so for this team, I look at it. So I don't go in with any mindset. I look and see what it needs to be. But best believe if someone's doing something to Anthony Davis or LeBron James, I'll be the first one to step up. That is my role. That is my role. You, you always, I always told everybody this. Every guy is someone that has to protect the franchise. When I was with Giannis. When I was with Booker, John Wall, Bradley Beal, it always happens in different phases, and it's not that just a certain role that. So, for this team, you want to play clean, you want to play fun, and it's all about jelling. And I want this team. Usually, the teams that have the most fun and come together, they usually win at the end.
0: Jared, this is going to be um, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun to see you out there with that team. We'll see what happens here over the next day or two with Kawhi Leonard. You could be walking into. Uh, a rock tour um, in L.A. I appreciate you taking the time, man, jumping in with me tonight, and uh, I know uh, we'll, we'll see you down the road, Jared.
1: Yes, yes, man. I Can't wait, man. Exciting day for us. Anybody got Kawhi Leonard's number, Text, hit me on social media. I know in San Diego. I'll know have to hit him up everybody. <laughs> All right.
0: All right. Jared, talk to you later. Take All care. Right. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Woj Pod. A big thank you to our guest, Jared Dudley, now of the Los Angeles Lakers. We'll be back soon with another edition, perhaps another free agency edition of the WojPod.